You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 43. Welcome to the Earn That Body show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Hey team, this is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you important, essential information about fitness, health, nutrition, and how to live a happy, healthy life. So today we're going to talk about something that I keep hearing about from many clients, many friends, and many people. We're talking about stress. And it's funny because I keep hearing people say the same exact words. So it's really hit me lately and I I don't know exactly what's going on, but I thought it was time to do an entire podcast on stress and how it is affecting your body, your weight loss, your weight gain, and your overall happiness in general because stress seems to be killing a ton of people, literally. Um, And so I just wanna talk a little bit about these words that I keep hearing. I am so stressed. I hear those exact words lately from so many people. And it makes me sad because I I literally believe that they are completely stressed out. And so, you know, what is that stress? It could be anything from stress at home from family, stress from career, uh, trying to make enough money to make ends meet. So many different factors. Children can, can bring you stress. So many different things can bring you stress and are bringing people stress, obviously. And maybe it's even what's going on in politics right now, the government, everything with the new president. A lot of people are stressed out just from that alone. All of these things are totally understandable. However, if you continue to live your life like this and are completely stressed out all the time, and you know those people I'm talking about, because there's like a handful that I always can think of that are always stressed. It's very little time when I don't see them living that stressful life. Or maybe you're even saying to yourself, oh my gosh, she's talking about me. I know she's talking about me. I'm probably not just talking about you specifically, uh, but if you feel like I'm talking about you, then I probably am, right? And so that's something you want to think about. If you feel like I'm talking about you right now, then I very well might be. That means you're probably too stressed. So the first thing I want to do is talk to you a little about, little bit about understanding this natural stress response and exactly what is going on. Now, the body is absolutely amazing. I tell people that all the time. Look what it does for us on a daily basis. It keeps us alive. That is the function of your body. That's why when you try to starve yourself with these detox diets, your body will not drop any weight because it's trying to keep you alive. This body is smarter than you are. Well, in terms of understanding the natural stress response, the body acts very much like in the caveman days, right? So in the caveman days, a tiger was upon you, whatever it was hunting, you know, you're out there and you get a stress response to the tiger or the food that you have to catch, whatever it might be. And you have a series of hormones that get released so that you can handle the situation. Now, two hormones get released in particular. Adrenaline, which that is secreted in the body during a stressful time because it's going to increase your heart rate, it elevates your blood pressure, and it's gonna boost your energy supplies. 
because that's what you need in a stressful situation, right? Like in those caveman days, you needed those things to happen. Now, cortisol, which you probably heard me talk about in the past, it's considered the primary stress hormone. And its job is to increase sugars, your glucose, in the bloodstream, enhance your brain's use of glucose, and increase the availability of substances that repair tissues. So a very important hormone that we need in our body again for these stressful situations. Now, cortisol will also curb functions that would not be essential for you during a fight or flight situation. So that fight or flight situation is that stressful moment. And what that cortisol is going to do is it's going to alert your immune system responses and it's going to suppress your digestive system, the reproductive system, and growth processes. Because basically it wants to shut off all the things you do not need to be using because you need to be present for this fight or flight moment. So it's going to suppress all of those functions. It's basically like an, a natural alarm system. That's what they say, you know, in the Mayo Clinic, that's the terminology they use. It's a complex natural alarm system that's going to communicate with regions of your brain that control also your mood, your motivation, and your fear. So you can probably understand that adrenaline and cortisol are there to help you during these fight or flight situations. Now, what you might not realize is that your everyday stress that's going on in your life, whether it be work stress, home stress, parenting stress, whatever that is, it is still affecting that fight or flight response. It is stress. It is no longer the tiger coming at you from the caveman days. However, your body is still going to act like that and it's going to secrete those same hormones. So the body basically just sees any stress as stress. It doesn't matter that it was the old caveman days or the new, <laughs> the new presidential days, I could say, but it, it just sees stress as stress. So you're gonna get that secretion of these hormones. Now, the problem is, if this is happening over and over for a long period of time, the long-term activation of the stress response system is basically going to start to create numerous health problems. So if it's once in a while, that's normal. Stress is part of life. We all go through it. There will be some times that are more stressful in our lives than others. But if you're that person who is basically feeling stressed out all day, every day, and it doesn't seem to be changing, I want you to know that some of the health problems that you might be already feeling or that could come about would include anxiety, depression, digestive problems, and that makes sense, right? Because we just found out that cortisol is basically gonna shut down your digestive system quite a bit. You might be getting headaches. You could get heart disease, sleep problems, memory and concentration impairment, and then the one that I talk about the most because it's what I do for a living, it can cause weight gain. So once again, just to be clear, if you have too much stress in your life constantly and you cannot drop your weight, you're struggling to drop your pounds, it is likely because you have these stress hormones just secreting constantly in your body. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that since obviously 
I do a lot with weight loss. People want to understand. Someone specifically said, can you do a whole podcast on stress and how it affects weight loss? Because I don't understand, you know, what exactly is going on. So now you have the beginning of it. You understand the adrenaline, the cortisol, they're going through the body. They're affecting your bodily functions quite a bit. And another thing you should know, and you probably already do, is what does stress cause you to do? A lot of times when I see a food log, because I check my clients' food logs daily, a lot of times when I see a sudden like burst of bad food, I know they had a stressful day because stress generally causes people to eat comfort foods. Now, I sort of want to rephrase that because that's sort of implying that you have to eat comfort foods. It's making you eat comfort foods. And partly that's true. I'm going to get to that. But partly it's a choice that we make. And it's not even necessarily our fault. It's probably started when you were very little. And I've talked about this before, that comfort foods were generally given to you since you were very young. And if you had a bad day or were disappointed or had a bad baseball game or whatever might have been going on in your life when you were young, your parents might have said, let's go get ice cream to make you feel better. And that's where comfort foods really start to come into play. And as you get older, you basically still continue to do that. So it becomes a bad day at work, a fight with a girlfriend or a boyfriend, I'm gonna go get that ice cream. It's going to make me feel better. So stress is sort of guiding a lot of people to eat more comfort foods. Let's face it, comfort foods are not healthy. So if you have a lot of stress, you're more likely to eat these comfort foods. You're gonna have weight gain right there from making those poor choices. But you know those moments, hey, I've been there too. Those stressful moments, you don't care, you're gonna reach for the ice cream because it's gonna make you feel better at that particular moment. Now the other side of that that isn't necessarily your fault is that cortisol actually might be causing people to crave sugary fat foods. So that sort of makes sense in the whole caveman world too, because you needed enough sugar in your body to deal with a stressful situation. So it's very likely that the cortisol is actually a part of why you want this sugary, high carb, fat food, because that's something that you needed back in the day to deal with those problems. The problem with this whole system is that we no longer go out and fight the tiger. So we have this rush of hormones. Maybe we take in that extra sugar because that's what the body is telling us to do, but then we sit at our computer or we sit at home. We don't go out and then release all of that energy like they did in the caveman days. So they might burn off all of that that would have happened. Of course, they don't have access to the ice cream. They would have loved that. But we don't end up burning that off. If anything, I think when people are super stressed, they don't work out because they don't have time, which is why they're stressed in the first place, because they're so swamped at work or whatever's going on with their families, they cannot, they don't have time for themselves. So instead we sit with all those extra calories, the sugar in the blood, and all of these hormones. And all of these things, it's like a chain reaction just gets worse and worse. The stress goes up, you eat bad, you eat bad, you feel bad, you feel bad, you're more stressed. It's like this continuous chain reaction that's going on. And it's just not going to get better until you can take some kind of action. 
Now, another thing that this stress is going to do is it often causes sleep problems and insomnia. Again, we've all been there. Something stressful in our life, we go to bed, we cannot sleep because this problem or this stressor in our life is sort of playing over and over or you're even dreaming about it and waking up. So now we have stress causing us to eat bad foods and stress causing us to not sleep well. And I've certainly talked about this before, but sleep plays a huge role in your health and your weight loss as well. If you're not getting five hours of sleep in a row, you're considered sleep deprived. And when you're not getting really seven to eight hours of sleep, you're not getting all the proper hormone release that happens in the body while you're sleeping. And those hormones are needed for weight loss. So now we've got stress affecting your sleep and your sleep having problems is now meaning that also is going to cause weight loss issues as well. And also just making you cranky and tired and therefore increasing the stress overall. So you can see how we have this constant enormous chain reaction going on. And you might be like sitting here right now going, oh my gosh, this is totally me. This is totally my life. This is how I'm living right now. And and it might even bring you to tears and I totally feel for you and that is why I'm doing this episode. Because I want people to be very mindful right now if you are this person in a state of stress and you're in this state of stress more than you are not. So this is something you wanna think about. Now, what can we do? There's certain things we can't do. We can't fix everything. I cannot change who the president of the United States is right now. I cannot change who your boss is at work. You know, there's certain things we cannot change. And so if we cannot change that stressor, what can we do to help with our internal stress that we're feeling from it? And there are several things, and some of them you might roll your eyes, but honestly, if you don't start taking action right now, you're gonna live the rest of your life like this, and it is, it's just not a pretty chapter in your life, I can tell you right now. There's, nobody wants to feel stress. Nobody wants this burden and to feel like they constantly have the weight of the world on their shoulders. So let's talk about some things and some solutions that you can do to start to combat your stress. Now the first thing is, when it comes to eating, I need you to be more mindful about your eating and if you're eating because of stress. And I also need you to eat healthy because eating healthier foods, eating real foods, things that are not processed, things that will provide nutrition and fuel for your body will help you overall in dealing with stressful situations. But filling your body with processed foods, junk food, high sugar, high fat, none of that will help you deal with stress. So eating healthy and being a little more mindful about when you're eating, are you really hungry or are you just eating because you are stressed? Now, what's something that you could do to be a little more relaxed in those situations instead of going and grabbing food? Again, I know this is a total eye roll, but there are certain meditations. You can sit before you grab that ice cream. You can do a literally a two minute meditation. Go search on YouTube meditations. There are a million. They will guide you through it for two minutes, for five minutes, whatever it is. I have so many meditations that I give uh, in phase two of the Keep That Body program. They do meditations every night because it helps with overall stress. 
And just taking those couple minutes to chill out, relax, and breathe might steer you away from actually going for the comfort food because the meditation can soothe you instead of that comfort food. So that's the first thing that you can do. Another thing is find some kind of rewarding activity other than eating. So instead of grabbing for food, can you go for a hike? Can you go take a yoga class? Can you go walk the dog? For me, when I'm really stressed out, I like to be in nature. That really helps me. Looking at the trees, looking at the nature, knowing that none of that is going to change just because of my stress. Somehow that brings me some type of relief. It it might be different for you, whatever it is, maybe going and even getting a massage. That's a huge treat, at least it is for me. Getting a massage, if that's gonna help you deal with your stress, then tell yourself, I'm not going for the ice cream, but I am gonna book myself a massage today because that is going to take me down a level. What's another thing you can do? One of the best things you can do is work out. So go fight the tiger, right? You've got all this stress, you have this hormone release, you may have too much blood sugar going on. Go work out, a great run, a solid power walk, a kickboxing class, whatever it is that you can do to get rid of a little bit of that stress, you're gonna feel better. Uh, What do we always say? You know, you're never gonna work out and say, wow, I really regretted that. I mean, almost always, especially when it's distress, you leave that workout saying, okay, I feel better now. I feel like I can handle things better. So working out is probably the very top thing that you can do to battle stress. The next thing you can do is stop all of these crazy detox diets. Because when you do this to yourself, and you know who you are, when you starve yourself, you go on a detox, you get super restrictive with everything. No more carbs, I'm only gluten-free, even though you don't have a gluten intolerance. All of these things are actually a stress on the body. So if you put yourself through some kind of deprivation of calories, your body's gonna see it as stress, that's gonna increase cortisol in your body. We wanna reduce cortisol in your body. So don't do any of those silly, crazy, extreme detox diets. It is going to hurt you and it is not going to help you. Another thing, let's talk about caffeine. Now don't worry, I'm not gonna take away your coffee because if I take away your coffee, I'll lose pretty much all my listeners. (laughs) But I do wanna let you know that decreasing caffeine when under stress is something you might wanna think about. The combination of stress with caffeine can actually raise cortisol levels more than just the stress does. So uh, University of Oklahoma did a study and found that consuming two and a half to three cups of coffee while under mild stress boosted cortisol by more than 25% and kept it up for three hours. So there is some kind of combination here of caffeine with stress that doesn't go well. My recommendation, instead of grabbing for coffee during stressful times, get an herbal tea. I know, it's not as fun. But honestly, sitting down with a cup of hot chamomile tea, sometimes it's just the act of sitting with a hot mug of liquid that actually soothes you. So try it. Try to grab for the herbal tea that does not have caffeine in it, and that also might help you handle the stress. Another thing you can do is you can get more sleep. So often a good night of sleep can help battle stress and how you manage it. 
Now, as we said, stress might be affecting your sleep, so we only have so much control. But I will say that a good night of sleep is kind of like a good workout. How often do you wake up from a good night of sleep and just think, okay, everything's not as bad as I thought. I can totally handle this. You can just handle things better when you get a good night's sleep. And so making that an important part of your life is going to help you handle stressful situations. If you're going to bed at midnight every night and getting up at five or six, it might not be enough sleep for you. You might have to force yourself to get into bed earlier. And I have a lot of clients who are like, but that's the time that I have for myself. That's my alone time or that's the time I spend with my husband. I don't think you need to stay up till midnight to have any of that time. I think that your sleep is way more important and it will benefit you more. You'll have better me time or better husband quality time with your partner if you can get a solid night of sleep. Now, another thing you can do, this is actually number seven on the list. I haven't been numbering them for you, but this one seems so simple and Honestly, I think that this one would solve the majority of problems for a ton of people. You could ask for help because what I see, especially with my clients who are moms, is they are just absolutely stressed because they have too much on their plate. They are a mom. They have several children, which is, you know, it's not an easy thing. I totally get it. I'm a mom too, but I only have one kiddo. Um... Maybe you are a working mom. That is so difficult as well. Maybe you're the mom who has to cook every single meal for your family. Your husband doesn't help out in that way. Um, Being a stay-at-home mom can be stressful. You still have a lot on your plate. So what are you going to do about that? You're going to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. So you might need to ask your husband, hey, I am just, you know, got so much on my plate now right now on Wednesdays, can you bring food home? If that is what you have to do. If that means it's gonna bring you relief. Or, you know, hey, I need to ask my neighbor if they could help me with a carpool this week because they're already going to the same place anyway and it would really help me out if, if you had a carpool. Whatever it may be, I want you to think about what is causing stress in your life and where you could ask for help. It is okay to ask for help. We cannot do everything by ourselves. And I just think that we live in a time where we feel like we have to do everything on our own. But sometimes it is as simple as asking for help. And don't be afraid to ask your partner. And this goes both ways. Husbands ask the wife, wife ask the husband, or partner of whatever you're in. It's okay to ask that partner for help. It's let them know that you're feeling stressed and you want to fix it. And they might be very happy to help and they might not have any idea that you felt that way. So please don't be afraid to ask for help. And then the last thing that you can do, and this is very serious uh, in a good way, but some people have such a high level of stress and they just don't know how to deal with it or they've tried these things and nothing is working at that point it might be time to see a therapist there is nothing wrong with seeing a therapist and my father was a psychologist so i was pretty much in therapy my whole life because he was my father right i'm sure he was diagnosing me day in and day out um i've been in therapy many times in my life maybe because my dad was a therapist so it was something in our household that was very normal you know it's it's not 
it's not a bad thing. And I think that some people view therapy just like they view asking for help. Like they think that means they've done something wrong or they're not good enough or, you know, it's some negative thing. Like it's a bad thing to see a therapist. It's not a bad thing. It's a wonderful thing to go and get an unbiased person's opinion and let them help you or look into what's going on in your life. Maybe you think your stress is coming from one thing, but they're going to see it's really coming from something else. They can open your eyes to things that you had never thought about. And I get it. Therapy is not fun. It is not the exciting thing you want to do. It can be very difficult emotionally. I have been there. I have done it. But If you're the person who is seriously living in a state of stress right now, you have to take action. And if getting therapy might help you take action, I absolutely recommend it. There is nothing wrong with it. I always commend people, get in therapy, you know, let let somebody help you. It's just another way to combat stress. So that's everything for today. I think you can see that stress is very real. And like I said, apparently it's at its highest levels right now because so many people I know are saying these words to me. I am so stressed. I just kind of feel like saying, oh my gosh, I don't want to hear it anymore. I feel so bad. It feels so bad that everybody is under this much stress. And if you're not someone who is, that's so wonderful. And embrace that time because like I said, stress comes and goes in people's lives. So if you don't have that stress in your life, absolutely embrace it. But if you do, let's take action. Let's figure out what you can do so that you can live a better life. Because let me tell you something, life is short. We need to live this life and we want to live it now because you don't want to look back on your life and say, I was so stressed all the time. I was, you know, it can make you a negative, ugly person inside. And that shows on the outside. So I want you to look back at your life one day and think, I'm so glad I handled that stress during that period because that could have continued for way too long. So life is short, make it great, take action. If you feel like this podcast really hit home for you. I would love it if you would share it on Facebook, uh, any social media, because I think this is an important topic and I think so many people could benefit from it. Please also make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, give it a rating and review. Most importantly, have a wonderful, happy, and super healthy week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com. Or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.